Beloved, I'm so excited tonight because we'll be opening a new series. This is now our sixth series from the time that we that Dumaguete experienced a general community quarantine. And now we're in ECQ, Enhanced Community Quarantine. This is now our sixth series. From the very beginning last March, we started with our series P series, followed by our Persevere series. And then we have our Fear Not series. And then Holy Week, we have our Miracle series. And then last week, we have our Promise series. And beloved, tonight, we'll be opening a new series. And the title of our series for this week is Hopeful Series. Discover how to find hope in times of trouble. Beloved, we will be doing this from April 20 to 26. From Monday to Saturday, it's going to be 7.30 in the evening. And Sunday, 10 a.m. We will do our live stream worship service via our Ictus Dumaguete IDMC page. That is why we would like to encourage you to like our Facebook page so that it's easy for you to get notification of our worship services and events. Beloved, tonight, you might be asking why we are having this hopeful series. Two reasons. Number one, because we need real hope. I believe all of us have our own hope, but God is telling there's a greater hope than that, and that hope can only be found in Jesus. Number two, we have our different seasons and challenges that we're facing. Generally, we're facing this COVID-19 pandemic. We're hopeful that we can go back in our normal lives. But not only that, we also have our personal struggles, personal problems. I don't know about you what kind of trouble you are in right now. Do you have some troubles because of your anxiousness and the anxiety and the panics that comes in your emotion and mind? Do you have some troubles in your health, in your finances, in your work, or in your business? Beloved, if you have these things in your heart right now, I hope that you can find real hope in Christ Jesus. That is why we will be discovering that word hopeful. That is why, beloved, through this series, we'll be unfolding seven letters, seven foundational steps in how to discover and how to find hope in Jesus Christ, especially these times of trouble. And we'll be opening one foundation per night. Beloved, it is my hope that we can continue to grow, we can continue to journey together in discovering how to find hope in times of trouble in Jesus' name. So, beloved, tonight, the first message that we have in the letter H is stands for hope in the Lord. Do you want to find hope in times of trouble? We need to put our hope in Jesus alone. You might be asking, what is hope? Here's a definition. Hope is commonly used to mean a wish. Its strength is the strength of the person's desire. But in the Bible, hope is the confident expectation of what God has promised and its strength is in His faithfulness. Beloved, God is reminding us for two things tonight. There's a definition, what is hope, in the earthly basis. And there's also a definition of what is hope according to the Bible and according to God. If you look at the earthly definition, that kind of hope is limited. Why? Because it's all about self. It's all about the strength and it's all about the person's desire. And you have that wishful thinking, that sana, and maybe, and soon. For example, this COVID, we just have that desire that this COVID will end. We just have that, that wishful thinking that so soon it will end. It's so limited, beloved. But God is teaching us through this hopeful series that we need to level up our hope. And we need to put our hope in Christ alone. Why? Because in the Bible, the definition of hope is, is this. Strength of the Lord and His promises. 
when the faithfulness of the Lord, where you can find stress, and also in His promises, if this combines together, it creates what? The real hope in your life. It's not just about the strength that we have in our personal level. No. It's about the strength from the Scripture, from the Word of God, when you see His faithfulness for who He is, and when you hear His promises. That's why last week, we talked about the promises of God through Jesus' declaration. Because when His character for who He is will come, and then for what He has promised will come, when we apply it, when we believe it by faith in our life, what will happen? You have real hope in the Lord. Beloved, we'll be discovering four foundations. How to find hope in Jesus. And I just have this acronym H-O-P-E so that it will be easy for us to remember. Hope in Jesus. Do you want to find hope in your troubles? Do you want to find hope in your testings? Do you want to find real hope in this pandemic that we're facing? We need to hope in Jesus. So let's discover practical and biblical steps in how to find hope in Jesus. Step number one. Humble yourselves before God. It says in James 4, 6, and He gives grace generously. That is who He is. As the scripture says, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Beloved, the very first step if you want to really put your hope in the Lord in whatever situation, in whatever problem, in whatever testing or trials, it's all about heart. Remember this, beloved. Humble yourself before God. Why? Because if you humble yourself, what does it say? His grace is unlimited. You know what, beloved? One of the greatest character of our, of our Savior, of our God, is grace. He's so gracious. His grace is unlimited. It says here, and He gives grace generously. And it says, God gives grace to the humble. Beloved, that is why we need to let go of our perspective and definition, the earthly definition of hope that always focus in ourselves. And we need to what? To let go of it and we need to receive the new meaning of hope in the Bible where the faithfulness of God and the promises of God combine together and you believe it in your heart, real hope comes in you and it will change you. It will what? Humble you. It's time for us to really be humbled in the Lord. Why? If you do that, He will give grace to you. Beloved, I hope and pray that tonight, this is the first reminder for all of us, humble yourself before God. Beloved, let me ask you this. Is there any pride that blocks God's favor and blessing in your life? Is there any self-centeredness in your heart right now that you think, maybe because of this, maybe because of my pride, maybe because of my self-centeredness, even in this situation, it might be about the COVID or it might be about the personal struggles that you have. Maybe those are the hindrances why God cannot be at work in your life. Beloved, if you want to really see that the Lord is working in your life, if you want to see that His promises is unfolding, and if you want to see that His faithfulness is intervening in your situation, the very first key so that you can experience grace is humble yourself before Him. Beloved, it's my prayer. All of us tonight, we can humble ourselves in God's presence. Step two, not only humble ourselves, but also obey God's instructions. Beloved, it says in 1 Kings chapter 2, verse 3, Walk in obedience to Him and keep His decrees and commands, His laws and regulations as written in the law of Moses. Do this so that you may prosper in all you do and wherever you go. Beloved, for this text tonight, God is reminding us that we need to obey God's instructions. 
I don't know about you what God lately is convicting you about His instructions and commands, but this is His reminder. You need to obey God. Beloved, even in, in the past, in the Old Testament, prophets, kings, judges, one of the great key of their fall and in their victories is whether they obey or not obey. When they obey, there is victory, there is success, there is this prosperity. But if they rebel, if they disobey, there is what? Consequences. Beloved, in today's situation, especially if you're having great challenges and overwhelming trials in your life, or maybe as we face this COVID-19 together, God is simply telling us, just obey God. In this pandemic, maybe the Lord is really putting the wisdom and the guidance from our health experts in our government. That's why we need to submit to the authority. And we need to really cooperate so that the recovery will be fast. And all of us will, ha will experience the success that we fight COVID-19 together. Not only that, if you are facing your own challenges and trials right now, God is also telling you if you want to experience victory, if you want to experience God's promises and faithfulness is working in your life, you need to obey Him. Again, beloved, it says in 1 Kings 2 and 3, walk in obedience to Him and keep His decrees and commands, His laws and regulation as written in the law of Moses. Do this so that you may prosper in all you do wherever you go. Beloved, let me ask you this. Even though you have some challenges right now, do you really want to be prosperous? Do you want to overcome your testings? Do you want your problems to be solved? Do you want that God will intervene in it? Beloved, God is reminding you, submit yourself, humble yourself to God, and then obey God's instructions. And for sure, victory is yours. Beloved, our God is a gracious God. That's why He even gave us this Reminder tonight, we need to walk in obedience to Him. Beloved, let me ask you, in what area in your life that God is reminding you to really walk in obedience? What are some convictions that God has been putting in your heart right now? Is it about faithfulness in the Lord? Is it about obe obeying His will and plans? Beloved, walk in obedience. And you will experience the beauty of His grace and mercy and power working in your life. So, beloved, step number three is this. Pray with confidence. It says in 1 John 5.14, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Beloved, I believe that we are, we are all praying. All of us are praying for daily needs, supplication, petitions, and even for this COVID-19. We fight with prayer. But God is reminding us tonight a very powerful truth that we need to impart in our prayer. Everyone is praying, but I don't know about you if you experience this. You get tired in praying. You want to give up praying for a specific concern because you think like God is not working in that. God is not answering that prayer. Have you noticed that? Have you experienced that? Beloved, God is simply telling us we need to have the theology of prayer, how prayer works, how God answers. And one of the most important key in the scripture is found in 1 John 5.14 when he said, if we ask anything according to his will. He hears us. What does it mean? Include, starting tonight, include this in your prayer. Lord, let your will be done. Sometimes we question. Sometimes we get discouraged. Sometimes we think God is not hearing us. God is not answering us because we forget to include this little phrase in our prayer. Lord, let your will be done. Starting tonight, beloved, apply that. After you ask for all the petition and supplications, 
why not just end with, Lord, let your will be done, and it will give peace in your heart. If you look at the Bible, even before, during the time of Jesus, when the disciples asked how to pray, Jesus said, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Beloved, that is what God is reminding us tonight. I believe that we have a lot of prayer, especially during this time, right? Personal, family, and even the world, even our nation, even our city, our community. But God is telling us, as you pray so that you will not have a murmuring heart, as you pray so that you will have a confident heart, as you pray so that you will have the right hope in me, we need to put it in our prayer. Lord, above all else, in my petition and supplication, I want to pray, but Lord, let your will be done. It means through that phrase, beloved, we are being reminded that God is greater and wiser than what we have in our mind. Beloved, always remember, God already knew unsay muhang mga needs. God already knew it. God, God knows what you need. God knows and God is just simply telling us to put our confidence in Him. Seek His presence and He will work in our life. Remember, He has already the promises and He is a faithful God. And if these two combine together, it must what? Produce. It must produce hope in the Lord. So beloved tonight, I don't know what kind of prayer request you have. Do you have some prayer requests? We can pray for you by God's will. So you can also comment it below. These are my prayer requests. We need to pray for each other. But at the end of the line, we need to say, Lord, let your will be done. By saying it, you are letting go of control. By saying it, you are not demanding on the Lord. By saying it, you really know that God is wiser than you and God is sovereign. He knows all things. Beloved, what we see is just like this. But what God sees is unlimited. That is His sovereignty. And it is our prayer that we can abide and trust in Him. Beloved, put your hope in the Lord. The last and final step, beloved, for tonight is letter E. That stands for Establish Relationship with Jesus. In John chapter 1, verse 12, it says, Beloved, yet to all who did receive Him, to those who believe in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. Beloved, do you want to be confident in your living hope in the Lord? You need to have relationship with Him. Humility, obedience to the word and prayer those are great important steps but without this number four step beloved it will become nothing you know why even in your own situation right now even the circumstances that we are in even in this pandemic god is just simply calling us to be back in his presence and to call upon his name so that we can find that real relationship with him Beloved, it's all about relationship. I've been talking about this. Why Jesus make miracles even in the past? If you look at the gospel, it's all about relationship. Why Jesus declares seven I am's? And why Jesus give us those promises? Because it's all about Him. It's all about relationship. Beloved, God is reminding us tonight, we need to establish a relationship with Jesus if we want to put our hope in Him. Beloved, there's a wonderful verse in the Bible in John 1 that says, Yet to all who receive Him, to those who believe in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. How to have that relationship with God? We need to establish a relationship with Jesus. How to become a child of God? We need to receive Him. Who's that Him? It's Jesus Christ. And to those who believe in His name. So two things, beloved. Who, who will receive Him and who will believe in His name. Whose name? 
that we need to receive? Jesus. Whose name that we need to believe? Jesus. What does it mean? If we receive and if we believe in Jesus, we become a child of God. And the moment that we become a child of God, it boosts our confidence that we need to put our living hope in Him, in Jesus. Why? Because right now, you have that relationship with God. Beloved, now that we are ready to take these steps, it's my prayer that you can continue to soar high in clinging into the Lord in whatever situation you are in, that you will put your hope in Jesus. Beloved, as a summary, let's discover the hope, the word hope, in this first message that we have. How to find hope in Jesus? Letter H, humble yourself before God, obey God's instruction, pray with confidence, establish relationship with Jesus. So beloved, tonight, it is my prayer that you can continue to grow and find strength in Jesus. Beloved, if you've been thinking right now, how to really have that relationship with God? Is it enough that I, am, I have the awareness that there is a God, there is a Trinity, there is a Bible, the awareness? How to really have that personal relationship with Him? Beloved, if you're not so sure about your personal relationship with God, you might ask yourself with these questions. Number one, if I will die, am I really sure that I will be going to heaven? Number two, if Jesus will come soon, because it's true, Jesus is coming soon, will I be caught up with Him and I will be with Him in eternal, eternally or I'll be going to hell? Beloved, if your answer to those two questions in your personal reflection is, I don't know, I'm not so sure, those are indicators, beloved, that you really need to have a personal relationship with Jesus. You might be asking right now, Pastor, how to do it? I want to have that personal relationship with Jesus, but how? Beloved, again, it says in J John chapter 1, verse 12, Yet to all who did receive Him, to those who believe in His name, will become what? A child of God. Beloved, God is reminding us tonight what we need to do so that we can have that personal relationship with Jesus, so that we will have that assurance that we'll be going to heaven, so that our prayers will be answered, so that we can have that confidence in that living hope. Beloved, we need to acknowledge that we are sinners. And we need to believe Jesus who came to die for our sins, who was buried, and on the third day, He rose again. We need to believe in our heart and we need to confess with our mouth by receiving Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior. That is why, beloved, tonight, if you don't have Jesus in your heart, if you are being convicted by the Word of God and by your realization that you need Jesus in your heart, you can pray this prayer with me. Follow after me. Repeat after me verbally. You need to receive Jesus. You need to believe in Jesus because there's power in the name of Jesus. Let's bow down our head and repeat after me in this prayer. Make this as a heartfelt, sincere prayer between you and the Lord. Follow after me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for the gift of life, for the word of truth, Lord Jesus, tonight, I acknowledge that I am a sinner. I want to ask forgiveness from my past, present sins. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart that you came, you died for me, you, are, you were buried, and on the third day, you rose again. 
to declare victory over death and to give me eternal life. Lord Jesus, I confess with my mouth that I want to receive you, I want to believe in you, and starting today, Jesus is Lord and Savior in my life. Thank you so much for the assurance of salvation. Thank you, Abba Father, for sending your Son for me. Holy Spirit, dwell in me now. Work in my life and seal me to have that confidence of eternal security, eternal life, and destiny. Thank you, Lord Jesus. This is all I ask. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Beloved, if this is your first time to pray that prayer of acceptance, praise God for your life. I want to affirm to you that starting tonight, you are now a legit child of God. It says in the Bible that many called him Lord, Lord, but Jesus doesn't know them. Beloved, tonight, if you truly believe and receive Jesus in your heart, the good news is you have now salvation. You are assured in your eternal life. You are assured in your destiny, eternal destiny, which is heaven. And you, you will be assured that you can find real hope in the midst of this trouble season, trouble times, in Jesus Christ alone. Remember, you are now a child of God. Brothers and sisters in the Lord, I hope and pray that even for all of us, as believers, as disciples and followers of Jesus, let's abide our hope in Jesus Christ. It is my prayer that as we continue our growth spiritually, let's continue to be submissive upon the Lord's will and commands in our life. Let's continue to devote ourselves in daily devotion with God where we can obey God's instruction and pray with confidence. And it is my prayer that we can continue to establish rooted, strong relationship with Jesus as we continue to share the gospel to other people. Beloved, it's my prayer tonight that as we reflect upon these four keys in how to find hope in Jesus, I hope that it becomes also an encouragement in our life that in whatever problems that you might be facing, in whatever sickness, in whatever brokenness, in whatever loneliness, sadness, or hurt, or even this pandemic that we're facing as a community, we will never be shaken because we put our hope and trust to the one who says he is the rock, he is the fortress, he is the salvation in our life. Beloved, I hope that you are blessed by our word tonight. So beloved, thank you so much for joining us tonight. And as we end, let us close in a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you for tonight. Blessed be your name. We thank you for all the blessing. We thank you for all your word. And Father, give us a good night rest. May you give us that peace, that joy in our hearts as we continue to follow you. Father, we remember all frontliners right now that cover them with the precious blood of Christ. And even, oh God, those people who are working every day, who are going out in their houses every day, may you protect them as well, oh God, as they go to their work. And for those people who are just staying at home, Lord, continue to bless them and continue to unite them. And Lord, we are praying even for all the sick people in the hospitals right now, with those positive in COVID and with other sickness, oh God, who are in the hospital and even in their homes who are watching right now, whatever sickness it is, in the name of Jesus, heal them. Because we know there's healing in the power and in the name of Jesus. Bless us and keep us now, oh God, and be with us as we have our small group time. This is all we ask. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.